0: Hey, I'm Ashley Lemieux and I'm here to help you uncover the greatest power in your life you after going on my own healing journey I realized I was looking for the wrong thing a way out but I didn't need a way out what I really needed was a way in to fully uncover who I am each week I'll be sharing tangible tools and inspiring interviews to help you create a clear pathway forward in areas of your life that you might feel stuck or overwhelmed in I'm not here to be the expert on your life you are. What I want is to help you believe that. So get ready to reframe your thoughts, reimagine your future, and reclaim your power. Are you ready? I am. I cannot believe that this is the last episode of the year. You guys, this has been a really fun past. How long has it been? Three months now since I launched the podcast and being able to come and just chat with you every week and be able to just dig deeper into the things that so many of us are going through has been so much fun And I cannot wait for season two to launch at the end of January But for now, I'm really excited to be able to spend this one last episode with you before we hit the new year also, I need to note that as I went down to record today You guys, my microphone is broken. I'm going to actually blame Mike on this one because (laughs) he started his podcast recently too and I've never had a problem with my mic and he was the last one to record and now it's not working. So not to point fingers or anything, but I'm just saying, Mike Lemieux, you owe me a new microphone. With that said, the reason I told you that is the sound quality might be a little bit, you know, not as high as it normally is. I did everything in my power to make it as good as possible. (laughs) So you might not even notice, but in case you do, that's why. Okay, we just got off of Christmas and I hope you all had an amazing holiday. And now we're heading into the new year and New Year's. I'm actually really excited for Christmas for my family this year, for my parents, and then my brother and sister-in-law for their big Christmas present. Mike and I got us all a cabin up in the snow. So we are actually headed up to the snow to spend New Year's Day and the weekend up in a cute little cabin. And it just felt like a really fun way to end the new year and start fresh for a new year. You know, today I I really want to talk about the three things that I am leaving behind in 2020, because maybe it will spark some ideas for you. We talked about this a little bit on the podcast episode last week, but I've never been a fan of setting goals. I love creating a vision for my life. I love creating intentions to start the year. I love, you know, making a a plan. I believe in making plans. I believe in that because if we don't know where we're going, we don't know how to get there. But setting goals at the beginning of the year, and I totally support you if you do this, but I just want to say that you know, let's ease up the pressure a little bit on ourselves especially right now. <laughs> and that's one of the things about goal setting that we talked about last week on my podcast episode with Mike is that you know, if if we base our lives and the success of our lives off of external circumstances, off of, you know, growing our family or making this amount of money or doing this or traveling here or buying a new house or just these things that have so many variables, then we can reach the end of our lives being sorely disappointed. And that's one of the reasons I don't like basing the success in my life off of those goals. Yes, I have dreams that I want to reach, but I love focusing on the feelings that I want to cultivate. So this isn't going to be a podcast on how to reach all of your goals in 2021. (laughs) this is an episode about what you can leave behind so that you don't have to feel the burden of carrying it with you into the new year. The other night, last week, you might have saw on my Instagram, it was winter solstice, which was super cool. A lot of you were DMing me on Instagram telling me that it was too cloudy for you to see it. But basically, last week, Jupiter and Saturn came together for the first time and, and... Okay, I'm not a science whiz, so if I get this wrong, don't come at me, but I think it was like the first time in 800 years where those two planets came together to create what is also referred to as the Christmas Star, and it marked winter solstice. So, Mike and I went and saw went outside and looked at it that night and it was really really cool. And we thought that it would be a good night to set intentions for our year and also to burn our fears. And just a disclaimer, if you decide to do this, be very careful around the fire. Do not sue me if anything lights on fire. This is totally (laughs) your decision. But setting my fears on fire or setting the things on fire that I don't want to bring with me into 2020 was really empowering. It's something that I've done in the past. There's something I'm... Mike and I are both very big into symbolism. We're very very big into being intentional with our time and what we do. And so being able to create this environment where we came together, we set down our intentions and then actively wrote out the things that were weighing us down and the fears that we had that we don't want to carry with us anymore. And then being able to light that sheet of paper on fire and watch it physically burn There's just so much symbolism there, and it was a really good practice for us to do together. So, for New Year's, if you don't have any plans, since most of us probably aren't really doing anything, that might be something cool that you could do with your family. And the top three things that I wrote down on my list, I want to talk about with you, because I I think, here's what I think happens in our lives a lot. We have a year, like 2020, where things are chaotic and we feel the weight of the world, but we don't necessarily know how to identify what's actually bothering us. And as I've really sat with my feelings and sat in my feelings and had all the freaking feelings this year, there are three main things that I've identified that I just know I don't want to carry with me and it's time to set them down. So here they are. The first thing that I am not carrying with me into 2020 is expectations. I think that expectations are what can make or break our lives. Expectations can rob us of the joy that we could have in our current reality. It robs us of hope, it robs us of gratitude because when we have expectations that are not met, that is normally what our focus goes into. For example, if I were to say, I should be having a newborn baby, I should be on a book tour, I should be hosting in-person retreats, right? It's all those should-bes in our lives. The should-bes rob us of our current reality, and it is so heavy So when we can let go of expectations of our lives, then we can remain present and grateful and surrender to what is actually currently happening. So for me, being able to leave this idea that my expectations were not met, if I can leave that behind then I know that I can start this new year with more gratitude, with more joy, with more hope. And I can now be in a place where I look around at my life and notice everything that's happening and working for me instead of working against me or happening to me. Does that resonate with you? I think one of the biggest downfalls of our lives is when we think, like, we think something's going to happen a certain way and we we create this whole narrative around it. We create this whole story around something that we don't actually know if it's going to happen and it hasn't happened yet. And then when it doesn't happen, we're so mad. And we get mad at God. We get mad at universe. We get mad at ourselves because we've let ourselves down. They've let us down, right? And in reality, that thing, that expectation that we had, it never was a reality. And so now we have the job of learning how to sit in what actually is. And this is where I've learned that we find our power when we can sit in our life in the present moment without the pressure of being disappointed by expectations. Then we can find our power because we notice all the things we do have And then we can make a more clear decision on how to move forward. So this year, I'm pretty certain that all of you listening have had expectations that have not been met. And I think creating a practice around knowing that it's okay. First of all, it's okay to feel frustrated or sad or upset or mad that they haven't been met. It's very okay to honor that. It's okay to acknowledge that. But then there comes a time where we have to let it go. And I think that going into a new year is a really great time to do that. So one of the things that I'm leaving behind in 2020 is having expectations for my life. And I'm going to continue. Something I do to help myself manage my expectations (laughs) is that I do a lot of meditation. I, I create practices and meditations around accepting what is and then finding joy in that. So that's what i do. And and something that could be cool too for all of us to do is to journal, is to journal and to actively write out here's expectations that were not met in 2020 and here's how i feel about it. And like allow yourself to feel those emotions, allow yourself to process through them and then allow them to leave your body. I love writing. I mean, obviously i'm an author, right? I love writing though because it gives your emotions a place to go outside of your body. So even if no one even reads it, you're just writing on paper all of the letdowns that you've had. It's not just living inside of you anymore and it has a place to go. And then you can light it on fire. (laughs) So that's my suggestion to you if you're wanting to move into 2021 with just a fresh slate and being more present in your life. Hey guys, I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about School of Hustle. You can hear real stories from entrepreneurs who are building the businesses of their dreams and learn strategies you can use to help your own business thrive in School of Hustle. A podcast by GoDaddy, hosted by Sarah Funk, a tour company owner, producer, and YouTube creator. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, number two. The second thing that I am letting go and not carrying with me into 2021 is fear of the future. Here's the thing, And, and there's so many things that I could say about this, but I'll give you the example of when I was pregnant. When I was pregnant, there were some things that happened when I was really sick. I don't know if you remember or if you were following along at this point, but Um, Early on in my pregnancy, they found a big mass in my gestational sac, and they didn't know what it was at first. They had to rule out an ectopic or a molar pregnancy and some other life-threatening things right away. So right away, we knew I was okay, but then I had to go get an ultrasound the next day, and we were... Also, this, this might be a trigger warning for miscarriage and pregnancy loss, but we were told at that point that the baby the baby wasn't living. And this was early on in my pregnancy, right? And so, to make the long story short, we went the next morning for another ultrasound and the baby was totally okay, and then the mass ended up disappearing the longer my pregnancy went on and and everything was fine in that respect. But I tell you this because I remember the moment that I was laying on that table for that first ultrasound, and I was told that there was no heartbeat, and that there was this mass in my body, and the fear that overtook me was so consuming. And in my mind, I had so many fears of the future. One, obviously, was the sadness of being told that our there was no heartbeat, but then The fear of what is this like? Do I have what is this mass? Is it is is it life threatening? Am I going to be okay? Am I going to need surgery? And my mind just like spiraled out of control, creating all this story around what this thing possibly could be. And I think that's a very normal reaction that we have a lot of times because our human brain just want to make sense of what's going on and and we want to be safe, and so we try to create scenarios where we can be like, okay, if this happens, then I'll do this. And if that happens, then I'll do this. But really, it's just so exhausting. And then we make decisions that are based off of fear and it just doesn't serve us. So after that experience, because I created all these fears in my head, but then everything ended up being okay, right? And then fast forward to when we lost, we did lose the baby. I wasn't really afraid of losing the baby later because we had already overcome, you know, that first, that first obstacle and it felt like such a miracle. And then we lost the baby when we did. And, and I had like, there was nothing in my mind that prepared me for losing him when we did. I did not think it was possible. I knew that I was very sick, but everyone told me everything was okay and that I was going to be okay. And then that just happened. So here's what I want to say, is that in our lives, we never know what is going to happen next. All that we know is that we have the current moment that we are living in, and everything outside of that is unknown. And I don't say that to scare you, but I say that to tell you that taking fear into our lives, taking fear into every circumstance and every unknown situation, it doesn't serve us. It just creates more anxiety and stress and pain. The fear in both situations didn't change the outcome, right, like the fear that I had in the beginning with my mass didn't change that outcome. And then the lack of fear that I had of, of losing my baby when we actually lost my baby before we lost him It wouldn't have changed that outcome. But I'm very grateful that the second time when we actually did lose our baby, that going into it, that I wasn't afraid or anxious that I could just feel peace because my body needed that. My body needed that support. My brain needed that support. The fear came after. But during that time, it really served me to be in a peaceful state. So... Here's what I know. What I know is that I do not know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I do know that right now I have the power to create hope and peace and love and enjoyment and intentionality in my life. And that's what I want to take with me into 2021. I think, you know, looking forward, it's really hard to plan for next year for all of us. We don't know how this pandemic, how COVID-19 is going to play out. We don't know what's coming next. We don't know how this is going to continue to affect our income, our ability to have in-person relationships with other people, our sanity, our mental health. We do not know those things, and we could be very afraid. We could be very afraid of what happens next year. Or we could know... That we've gone through all of the other things that have led us to this point and we're still standing. We could know that we're really freaking strong and this year has proved it to us. We can know that we have everything that we need because we've already dug deep into our resources this year. And look at us. Look Look at how we are still here. And that's what I want to focus on because I don't want to be afraid anymore. I don't. Like, I'm sick of it. Are you, like... I am so sick of feeling afraid and anxious for the unknowns of the future that I can just light those all freaking on fire. I'm so sick of it. So, you know, those just aren't the things that I'm going to focus on anymore. That gets to be left behind in 2020. And saying that, I'm very aware that that's a practice that I'm going to have to do every single day. The practice of not being afraid, the practice means that I'm going to have to practice really finding hope and joy in my present moment and having faith that no matter what happens, it's going to be okay. Okay, the last thing that I am leaving, 2020, and I'm not carrying with me anymore are unhealthy relationships. This year, I learned so much about setting boundaries. I think that when the world falls apart like it has, we can get very introspective and start realizing what's important and what's not important in our lives. And this year, I think that a lot of us have seen that we might have been spending time on things that just weren't important. So with unhealthy relationships, I've really focused on setting boundaries with people who just took a lot of my energy and, I'm, and, and I've realized how valuable my energy is, and it's not for them to suck from me anymore. One of the things that I've done is I, I've really set up boundaries about how I get into my DMs or negative feedback that I receive on Instagram. I now have boundaries with how I deal with those people and, and who gets to be a part of that community and who doesn't. Another unhealthy relationship, it might be maybe you have an unhealthy relationship with money you have an unhealthy relationship with shopping or food or social media i think some of these things too like when things get hard for me i don't know about you but i want to escape so for me social media is a great way to escape because you can just scroll for hours and you can see other people's lives for hours and and not worry about your own and and it and it is can be very consuming and very unhealthy And so for me, being able to identify what are these unhealthy relationships in my life and how do I cut them off and set boundaries so that they don't go into 2021. Something too that I've learned about having unhealthy relationships is that they suck you dry. It's like... I realized that I was giving so much energy to people who did not deserve my energy that they were that there was nothing left of the good stuff, the good parts of me to give to my husband or to give to my family or or to give to those in my online community. It just I was just sucked dry and this year I have cut the cord on so many things you guys. <laughs> so many things that I don't even talk about that are just private to me and I know that making those decisions can be so hard, but I also know that as we lean in to what our bodies and our minds and our hearts are telling us that we need, that a space is created for us. I heard this quote, I'm gonna totally butcher it, but I'm gonna tell you the concept of it. But it's basically that once you let go of what you're holding on to, then your hands are free for God or the universe to give you what's time for you to receive. Right? So I think that's just so beautiful because I think so long we hold on to so many things that don't serve us anymore. And then we ask, well, why isn't this prayer being answered? Or why isn't this person coming into my life? Or why isn't this thing happening? And then we look down and we, we realize, like, how could it possibly happen? We're... We're so, our hands are so full of carrying all this junk that's weighing us down. There's literally zero room for anything new or fresh to come in. And if it was given to us, we would not be able to receive it because of all of the other crappy energy that we're holding that would suck the life out of it anyway. So, as I view my life from that aspect, I think, man, what do I need to let go of so that my hands are free and open to receiving? what it is that I actually want and need and will serve me in my life. So those are my top three things. I really encourage you to make a list of the things that you are going to leave behind in 2020 and not take with you into this next year. And I just wanna let you guys know that I love you. I hope you have the greatest New Year's. The podcast will take a break for a few weeks, but we'll be back. Actually, you know when we're coming back. We'll be back the end of January when... I announce my new book name. That was that was quite the um, rendition of whatever song I just made up. But uh, the next podcast episode is when I finally get to tell you about my new book. I'm so excited, and I'm so excited that it's coming out in a year like 2020 because I just feel like it's what everyone needs right now. And, of course, I'll still be on Instagram. Come connect with me there. Thank you so much, you guys, for being a part of this podcast family with me. Please tag me. I I love seeing when you guys listen to episodes. Please tag me when you're listening. And also, if you end up lighting your fears on fire, tag me so that I can see and I can repost some of my favorite ones. But I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you for everything that you've done this year. And I got a good feeling about 2021. Oh, the other thing, we have new merch launching in the next week. If it hasn't already launched already, it'll be launching soon. And it's really powerful stuff to help you get ready for the new year. So make sure that you head over to my Instagram to catch that because this can go quick. And we spent a lot of time designing them and it's really stinking awesome. So love you guys. See you in 2021. Happy, happy new year. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the I Am Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from you online. So if there's something that really resonated with you, come and let me know. Share a screenshot of this podcast and tag me on Instagram at Ashley so I can see what's impacting you the most. It might even help your friends. And remember, every time you ask yourself, am I really strong enough to do this? The answer is I am.